Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Welcome back. Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television and the new ESPN Montana app. No matter how you're tuning in, we appreciate you being here. Coulter Nuwana's coming to you through the ESPN Montana studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Locally owned and operated for more than 15 years. And proud to say so. Missed anything in the first hour? Great first hour. The first Monday, excuse me, the first Montana football hour, not on a Monday. We're on a Tuesday here today. But the first uh, Montana football hour in season. Our great friend Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz, uh, riding shotgun with me, diagnosing all things Grizz, Bobcat, and Big Sky Conference football. You can find all of it uh, on the Nuanas Now podcast, proudly presented by the Advocates, the M Store, and the Montana State Bookstore. We're joined now which is, this is normally going to be our second hour every Monday, but it is a Tuesday because we're all backed up because of the holiday. Uh, he happens to be the only guy left in the world that gets to go to Grizz football practice. He's also a longtime uh, NFL coach, Marty Mornaway, joining us in studio. What's up, coach? Coulter, let's juice it up. What a great win for the Grizz. And then what great excitement leading in to this NFL season. We've got our first one on Thursday night, and that's going to be a good one. I know that you've been uh, traveling around watching uh, your youngest son, Bobby Cade, coach at Carroll. I know it's a big win over Western week one. Not so hot uh, against Montana Tech this last week. Tech is a, a very good team, though, and uh, pretty salty on defense. We don't have to talk too much about it. Doggone uh, it. I'm just hacked off a little bit. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, they looked really good in the first game against Western, who was picked preseason to For win sure. the Frontier Conference. And then they go to Butte. And it looks like... There's a lot of good players in that Frontier Conference. For sure. And a lot of good teams. So the one thing I came out of that game with is you better have have it wired every game in the Frontier Conference. I do think that especially the Montana teams in the Frontier will be very competitive this year. I think that... uh, I mean, Rocky Mountain College has a great quarterback, Nathan Dick, who was a former Gatorade Player of the Year in the state of Montana, played for the Grizzlies for uh, a moment in time. And, and Tech has a great quarterback as well as good defensive play. And uh, Carroll College is a team on the come up. And Montana Western, the preseason favorites. And so there's a lot of talent here uh, in the state of Montana. So we'll keep you apprised of what's going on uh, in the Frontier Conference. 
what'd you see at Grizz practice today? Hey, well, first of all, Bobby's a little hacked off <laughs> after a 47 to nothing win. Well, that's not surprising whatsoever. Too many mistakes. So, so this is a good mentality, right? For sure. 47 to nothing. They just skyrocketed, right? Their expectations. They had high expectations going in. They've skyrocketed. And then Coulter, the mentality of getting better every day. So he's got that thing rolling pretty good. This is a team that is talented, very well coached. We've talked about their staff. I mean, this staff could move to any 1A college For sure. and have great success. And they're very disciplined and, and and they're just starting that process, right, game-wise in league games. And they've got high expectations, and players thrive under those conditions. What's going on with the 33rd team? That's something hey. you've been involved with. So I wanted to give people a little bit of a taste of this. Again, if you haven't heard, uh, a new sort of multimedia content project through some of the great minds uh, with NFL ties, including Coach Marty here, um, and you can find it if you just Google 33rd team. Great place for all sorts of content. I found it just exceptionally interesting. There's all sorts of great podcasts and articles and all sorts of stuff on there. But what's going on for your role at the 33rd team? I'll tell you what. We we discussed this Thursday night game and specifically the quarterbacks and some of the receivers. What a great matchup with both teams, Buffalo and then, and then L.A., the Rams. Yeah. And, the Super, Bowl, and, Super Bowl favorites. I think they are the two betting favorites for the Super Bowl. And those two quarterbacks. Right? You've got one quarterback, Stafford, going into his 14th year, coming off of a Super Bowl win. Then you have the young gun, right, going into his fourth year, and that's right about the time that these young guns really hit it big yep. on a good football team, Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. So, what a matchup right off the bat. Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty, Marty Mornaweg. 26 years in the National Football League. He'll join us the second hour of each Monday show. We're doing this here on a Tuesday because of Labor Day weekend. Hope you had a great Labor Day weekend, everybody. Uh, sorry about the smoke. It's killing me, too. I can hardly even talk in here. Uh, but we we forge on. It's all about toughness. We're going to analyze toughness. we got to be tough around here, too. It's presented in part by Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. We will have an opportunity for you here in about 10 minutes to win a $50 gift card uh, to Dazzler's Car Wash. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Have you have you gotten your truck washed yet? I have not. I'm kind of thinking I'm saving a couple for when it gets really dirty yeah, because see, it's such good. a great car wash yeah, right for there. Sure. Absolutely. We'll, we'll be uh, keeping you apprised of everything going on at Dazzler's. But they have a limited car wash packages starting at $31. Get that legacy package, $37. It's 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 not a coincidence. It's th- it's thirty seven because of number thirty seven with the Grizzlies. But the thirty seven dollar unlimited package is going to get you the deluxe best top of the line wash there at Dazzler's Car Wash. Dazzler's Car Wash located right next to us here uh, on Radio Way out here on North Reserve uh, in Missoula. Okay, a couple of qu- questions just broadly about uh, sort of styles of play because you've been an offensive coordinator, a head coach uh, in the National Football League, and. It's undoubtedly a defensive identity that Bobby Houck wants to play with. I mean, Bobby Houck is a defensive coach. He's a special teams guru. He loves just bringing the heat and you know playing this really intimidating style of defense. And you know if you don't if you don't adjust on special teams, he is going to expose you. I mean, if you don't, if you're on the same pump protection, he's going to block the kick at least once a game. That's how good he is at identifying that stuff. 
But the Grizzlies looked a lot better offensively as well. They got a dual-threat quarterback who can run a little bit. Uh, he seems like he's got the right personality and swagger to operate the offense. They got great skill players, including some young guys that I think could be really breakout stars, led by Junior Bergen, who was uh, just electric in this game on Saturday, a 47 nothing win over Northwestern State. How do you marry those two things, though? If you know you can really be explosive offensively, but you still want to play a defensive style of football, how do you make those two two ends meet? First of all, the Montana Grizzlies don't play defense. They attack right. on that side of the ball. It's like offensive, right? Isn't that the truth, though? Yeah. They, don't, they don't fall into a chess so, game whatsoever. There's hardly any adjustments. It's like we're going to bring it. If you can stop it, good luck. Right and 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 same on special teams. They attack. They play offense with that on that defensive and special teams mentality. Right. So that's for second. With a great defense, typically you can allow your offense to be more aggressive, take more calculated risk, be smart. Right. But let's put the ball up and let's get the ball into some of our best playmakers' hands regularly throughout the game and turn it loose because being overly aggressive might backfire on you on a rare occasion. And then your defense stomps that out, right? They take care of it. The better your defense is, the more selected aggressiveness you can sort of risk, right? Many lean so far to their defense and special teams that they win some games, 21-14, 17-14, then all of a sudden, right at the wrong moment, they drop one. Yeah. Not like that because their offense hasn't got into sync with the pass game. Now, I will say that this offense looks more creative. For sure. It looks more aggressive. It looks more dynamic. Well, first of all, it's that quarterback now. I mean, just him alone. And then because of that, here's what happens. It frees the coaching staff up to yeah. be just a little bit more creative and yeah. run and gun. And they've got the talent to do it. They they trust him a lot more, that's for sure. You can tell that they trust him quite a bit more. Uh, last question on the grid side of things before I ask you one broad question about the other side of the hill. Um, how important is personality when it comes to a quarterback. Because we had Lucas Johnson on the show last week, and, I mean, you can tell he's in his mid-20s. I mean, he's very, very mature, uh, smooth, you know, kind of California cool. And you can tell by watching him play, too. I mean, he has a little bit of swagger to him. He's You know, he's got a little juice. How important is that, though, do you think, uh, just in terms of commanding the huddle, commanding an offense? Well, you know me, Colter. <laughs> I love that style. <laughs> you love the guys with uh, some swagger. And- I will just tell you, every quarterback is different from one uh, another. Even if they're in the same mold, they come from a different spot in the country in in many cases. They think differently. They speak differently than each other. They view uh, one offensive play, let alone the whole playbook, a little bit differently. They may lead a little bit differently. So you take that and within that man's personality and then turn him loose. The very best Teams I've been associated with, the very best ones, the team leaders, which it looks like we've got a lot of them, took the bull by the horns and it becomes their team with guidance from Bobby, the coordinators, and the rest of the staff. And it looks like that may be happening. 
Monday afternoon quarterback presented by Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. Marty Mornaway joining us in studio. Uh, we'll do this most Monday afternoons uh, between 5 and 6 p.m. here on ESPN Radio. But it's coming to you this this uh, first September one here on a Tuesday because of the Labor Day weekend. Um, two more broad questions on the Montana State side of things. Not necessarily about the game, but a similar vein. Tommy Mouat has been sort of a no- – well, not sort of. He has absolutely been anointed as the face of that football team, that uh, athletic department, and some would say even that university. I mean, he has become this star – Part of it's because of where he's from, you know, beat America. Part of it's because of the run he led Montana State on. But you've worked with so many quarterbacks. And you could tell Tommy Watt was very nervous in the first half of that game, and he was a little skittish. But then at halftime, he adjusted, got locked in, and then they were dominant in the third quarter. They kind of ran away with it. When you're working with a young quarterback, though, how do you sort of contain that hype? Or how do you not, not let the hype get in the way of the kid? It's not that it got in the way. They still had a 40-17 to 17 win. I mean, he still operated just fine. But... It seems like it's a lot to put on a kid uh, coming into his first. He's never started a regular season game. That's a lot to put on a 20-year-old kid. First of all, a coach has a lot of duties and responsibilities, but the main duty and responsibility is teaching. Yeah. And so you teach, teach, teach. One thing that's overlooked is the ability to instill confidence in a young player. These are young men. You... The difference between a young man that's really confident with about the same talent as another man who doesn't quite have that confidence yet is like skyrockets difference, right? So instill confidence, teach it. The best teachers, you remember the old upper-level math class, and if you had a great teacher that could make something that's kind of complicated really simple— in, in, in their students' minds, that goes a long way. You go, man alive, this is pretty easy, right? And it was, So as a coach, you need to do that with your players. And then the old mentality, hey, no, no time to be scared because we're all prepared. So that preparation is key for a young player in high school, in college, and then in, in the NFL. So that's what Tommy's going through. The last thing I would say is, just the experience. The more games he plays, the more comfortable that he will be. And look, at I don't root for Montana State very much at all, but I do root for some for of those sure. Montana players that I know for sure. or they have been in my little quarterback school. Yeah, and th- that's the thing about Tommy Malott, too. I thought Brenton Vegan summed it up pretty well. The kid is ridiculously smart. I mean, he's valedictorian of his high school. He's a 4.0 student. He would have been on a full ride to be an engineer at Montana State if he never touched a football in his life. And Vegan said, hey, we just got to get this kid's experiences to catch up to how smart he is. He understands everything that's going on, but you can't really do it unless you've done it before. And so, like you're saying, as experience continues, uh, so will uh, Tommy Malat's progression. We're going to talk all things college football and more extensively here on the Monday Afternoon Quarterback with Coach Marty because... He is now the new color commentator for all the Grizzly uh, TV broadcasts uh, on MTN, uh, KPAX here in Missoula, and uh, we'll have that stuff for you uh, coming up. But, but you're here mostly for the NFL talk, so let's dive in to some NFL. But before we do that, let's give you a free car wash. Or how about several free car washes? we got a $50 gift card for you from Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula, car number 4, 406 888 1029. That's 888 1029. Call us right now. Call number four, 888 1029. $50 gift card to Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. 
Uh, you mentioned the Thursday night game, Buffalo Bills, Los Angeles Rams. Uh, first of all, broad question for you. You've played in and won Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. How hard is it the year after, especially right after? Because, I mean, yeah. there is so much stuff. I mean, the Rams have gone through, okay, now Cooper Cup's not a, not, a, not some hidden secret anymore. He's one of the stars of the NFL. Aaron Donald, he's talking about, well, am I going to come back? Am I not? Am I going to retire? Am I not? Roster turnover, all this stuff. You got parades and parties and everybody's on a commercial. How hard is it to deal with? You just mentioned it. After a Super Bowl win, it's not it's not that way for the for the loser of the Super Bowl. But after a Super Bowl win, all of those players get pulled in so many different directions. For sure. And then the Eagles come into it just a little bit. Everybody, I mean, it's like Pat Riley used to talk about: it's the disease of more. Right? Everybody yes. wants more. Everybody wants more. So one of the strategies after winning a Super Bowl that most NFL coaches use, and I'm sure it's in the NBA and Major League Baseball as well, is that year after winning the Super Bowl, hard, hard. We will not let anything slip. And then those team leaders, the players that are the leaders of the team, they've got to drive that train through that dark tunnel with everybody in their ear, right? And you better drive the thing straight. So you rely on that head coach, nothing slides, and then you rely on those team leaders to drive the train through the tunnel straight. Now, remind me, have you ever had a, come, been coming off a team that made it to the Super Bowl and lost? Yeah. The Philadelphia oh, well, Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's right. Yeah, we, we lost to the Patriots. We yeah. beat the Patriots in, in Green Bay. We lost to the Patriots, and a little bit of that happened. Certainly now, the next year, we got beat, beat up. Yeah. Uh, injury-wise. Well, and that, that was in the midst of a run where you guys had made deep playoff runs five or six years in a row. I mean, didn't you play for five straight conference championships? So Yes. And that's the other strategy, Coulter, is you go deep into the playoffs. You win a Super Bowl. You go deep into the playoffs. Man, alive. Those are long, long seasons. For sure. So what do you do in the offseason? And what do you do in training camp after those four or five really, really long seasons? So most of the coaches, it's hard. It's to the point, nothing slides, but they pull it back just a little bit in the offseason and in training camp. So what do you think about that perspective then, though, for the Cincinnati Bengals? Because Philadelphia, a different situation. You guys were a veteran team that had been trying to get over to the top. Then you get over the, the conference championship hump, but a bunch of veteran guys coming back. This Bengals team didn't expect to be there, but sometimes we've seen this a couple times in the last 10 or so years, like the Seahawks did this, right, where they make it and then they make it again because it was sort of this this downfall. With a young quarterback, a young coaching staff, it, it, could it be sort of the, the, the thing that even ignites the Bengals to That's make another right. run? I agree 100% with that. I think that could be the situation because they've got such a young team and they almost don't know any better. Right, but you—I will tell you, Coulter. You, there is no substitute for the hard work and preparation that goes in to winning any singular NFL regular season game, let alone winning enough of them to get in the playoffs, let alone making a run at the end. So they have to understand that. Put the hard work and preparation in each and every day that you're in the building. Who is going to make a run at the Super Bowl? Who are the conference contenders? Who are the favorites in each division? We'll give you some prognostications right after this. It's the Monday afternoon quarterback with Coach Marty, Marty Mornowig, in studio, presented by Dazzler's Car Wash, all things NFL. Next, keep it right here, Nuanas Now, 
ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. When it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice, and that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days, and that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. He's new on his now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Little David Allen Co. here on your radio. Bet you didn't expect to hear that song, but now you know that this guy must be riding shotgun with me. Monday afternoon quarterback, except for it's a Tuesday afternoon today. The only Tuesday one we'll probably do all year, Marty Mornowig, uh in studio. I'd love to see David Allen Co. in concert. If that was ever possible again, that'd be fun. Oh, that would be awesome. In fact, a lot of those guys, Coulter... I'm trying to talk my wife into going and seeing him one last time. For sure. I used to go see Willie Nelson in Watsonville on the green. I mean, 40,000 people, and he'd play for four hours. And Lindsay and I were set to go see him, and I'm thinking it'd be one last And then COVID hit, and it got canceled and all that. So I'm, I'm, I'm still up for all of those things. You know who I really like is a guy named Jamie Johnson. Jamie Johnson's great. Yeah, you know, the, in color. Yeah, the That's dollar. Yep, yep. Jamie Johnson was awesome. There's a... There's kind of like a bit of a little resurgence of some outlaw country lately. I mean, Jamie Johnson's good. Chris Stapleton kind of has that old school feel. Sergio Simpson's kind of like that, too. So it's coming back around. Uh, let's talk some NFL. Uh, Coach Mornoweg will be in studio with us for the second hour of each first show of the week. Mostly that'll be on Mondays. And we'll be talking all things college and professional football. When I, uh, when I say to you, who are off the top of your head, the favorites to win each conference. Who are the teams that, that first jump to mind? Now, you know I'm biased towards some players I coach. For sure. And and and, and coaches that I've coached with, right? So, Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, I think the Thursday night game, both of those teams, the Bills or Rams, and, of course, the Packers. Those would be my top uh, teams. I, I, I suppose you have to throw the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in there. Yep. I'm not so sure about Tampa this year, but with the great Tom Brady, you can't discount it. Well, what is it that makes you hesitant about the Bucks? Too much, right? Yeah. Too long. Right. Too, right. Tom's getting up there now. I've said I said <laughs> I mean, that like five years ago. <laughs> that's right. I mean, at this point, he's you actually know, the oldest player in NFL history. I think yeah. they still have an excellent. De- they're going to be there for sure. You know, it's just look at to win a Super Bowl. You got to be one of the top, let's say, eight teams, right? Yep. You've got to get hot yep. down the stretch and yep. into the playoffs, and then occasionally the ball has to sort of bounce your luck. way. That's right. Your quarterback 
has to play at an extremely high level to win the whole thing, typically. The Kansas City Chiefs are a fascinating analysis because what I predicted would happen has happened just in terms of them getting Patrick Mahomes a ton of money and then incrementally starting to lose some of their other stars. And they had to get rid of Tyree Kill this last offseason. Part of that wasn't even because of Mahomes' contract. It was because of the way the market got set. As I keep screaming about, Christian Kirk ruined the NFL because Christian Kirk got $80 million. So if Christian Kirk gets $80 million, well, you know, that means Tyree Kill and DK Metcalf and you know, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson and every guy that ever was better than Christian Kirk. And there's probably 25 of them. It, it's, it resets the market. But, I mean, what do you think of this evolution with Kansas City? Because a little bit fewer weapons for Mahomes, uh, but they still have a, a tried-and-true winning tradition there in Kansas City. Yeah, and I'm not so sure that it's much different, much of a difference Uh just because of Patrick Mahomes, his contract was pretty team-friendly. Sure. You they know, were able so, to hide a lot of the money for sure. Yeah, so it, it's not as bad as some teams sure. go through. You know something just popped. When you were naming off all those receivers, yeah. you did not name one of your favorites. My favorite and guy. Can he, the great Cooper Cup, can he have the same type of year? And we're going to start finding out Thursday night. I say yes, but typically a year like that, he had a year statistically that's crazy. Does he become even as productive and maybe even a little bit more productive with less numbers because they just hired the Robinson kid, right? For sure. Allen Robinson, for sure. And does he get a couple more one-on-ones just at the right moment throughout a game? Does he catch a few less passes, but his yards per attempt go up. Maybe even, I mean, it's crazy the the numbers he had. Does he score more touchdowns right at the right moment to become as productive or even more productive? I don't even know how you go about taking him away because you look at some of the great receivers in, in the history of the game. A lot of them had just this unbelievable speed. So you just don't let, you know, Randy Moss, you just, you play off of him. Don't let him beat you over the top. You know, Michael Irvin, like, just be physical with him. He's so physical, but you just try to knock his head off. Cup, you can't touch him. He's not going to run by you already. It doesn't matter. That's not his thing. He's just going to break you off. And if they're running him out of the slot and running option rounds, I don't know how you even prepare for it. Well, you do it like you did Gronkowski, right? right In a right. little bit. I mean, I mean, they're so productive. They're so different from each other, but double them. Right. Now, now can Bracken, you double yeah. him now, though? Can you double him that many times? Especially with the addition of Allen Robinson. I mean, he, Allen Robinson's a, a, a pro bowler when he was in Chicago. And that's with no quarterbacks that could throw him the ball. So that's right. it's a pretty good addition for Los Angeles. That's right. So this is going to be interesting for Cooper Cup. And, uh, man, has, is he very, very good. As long as he stays healthy, I don't think he regresses much at all production-wise. His catches and or touch. But he, he will be making plays. Great players make great plays right at the right moment, and he's one of those. That will continue. Monday afternoon quarterback, Marty Mordaway, joining us in studio. He'll do this the second hour of each Monday show throughout the rest of the football season, coming to you here on a Tuesday. Uh, back to the AFC West. So you, you like the Chiefs in that division, but th- there's it's an interesting division because y- you mentioned all the things the Chiefs got. I also think, and I, I know that you're great personal friends with Andy Reid, yeah. so you don't have to say it. I'll say it for you. He's, he's one of the best coaches not only in the NFL but in NFL history. He really is. At this point, he is an absolute 
Hall of Fame coach. Uh, but that division, I mean, you look around and uh, it is sort of suddenly become, in my opinion, the toughest division in football. It's like the Frontier Conference, <laughs> right? I love it. Uh, you know, it is. It. I. I know this. I know that Kansas City will have a really good regular season in the toughest division of all of football. Yeah. You know, now their defense has to hold up. Pat Patrick has to stay healthy, and uh, you know the line has to do that. All those things have to fall into place. But that's my perception on 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 that. For anybody to dethrone the Chiefs, is is it all about the quarterback? Because, I mean, that's the, the main storyline in the division, why it's gotten so much better. Derek Carr is, is – he's there. He's in the conversation as one of those top ten guys. Justin Herbert is the fastest rising quarterback not named Josh Allen in the National Football League. And now Russell Wilson's got new life uh, for a, a team that was solid but dismissing a quarterback in the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I really like Russell. I think he'll do a heck of a job for Denver. You know, getting off track just a little bit, Colter, if you know my, my sort of wild card type of thought coming from, and really it's not coming from nowhere, but coming for a Super Bowl type of run is the, is the Eagles. You know, for sure, not getting off the AFC West because no, for sure. the toughest to it. But but I failed to say that, and I just wanted to say it. I think they are loaded, especially up front on both sides of the ball. They've got Jalen. They've got weapons. Their defense should be even more improved. I think they've got a run to make. Uh, and you know, I'm biased towards Jalen. You know, I, I got to for sure. train him as a rookie. Let's get back to the AFC West. Uh, yeah, no, I, I do think though that the the West. For the, for the Chargers, and you've seen this throughout the NFL, when you're that team that's start, sort of starting to get the hype, that's one thing. But then when you're the team that everybody's on and everybody's hyping, that's a whole, totally different thing. The Bills navigated that really well last year as the team that, you know, okay, can they do it? Can they take the next step? And they did. They, they made a little bit of a playoff run, and they were very good. Now, though, the Chargers were so close last year, but they, they weren't this bona fide playoff team, but now they've had to listen you got the next one. You got the next great one in Justin Herbert. To me, that's the whole key to their season. They have a new head coach, and, and how do they go about navigating the hype machine that has sort of surrounded this offseason? All of those teams you just mentioned in the West, yep. because of their quarterback, yep. they have a chance going into every game to win that game. There are other teams that, that uh, uh, they're not going to win some of these games. Because of the quarterback play. They all have great quarterbacks. So every team in that in that division better be on when they're playing each other because they've got four of the great quarterbacks in the league. Monday afternoon quarterback, Coach Marty, in studio with us here on your Tuesday. It's presented by Dazzler's Car Wash of Missoula. Okay, the NFC West, the defending Super Bowl champion, Los Angeles Rams are in the West. We kind of gave you the breakdown of what's it like to try to repeat. Uh, it's not a coincidence that there's, I mean, has there ever been a three-in-a-row three, three in a row champion in the NFL? I don't know if there has, and it's been 20-plus years since there was even back-to-back. It's really, really hard to repeat uh, in the NFL. Uh, but that division is also, in my opinion, probably the second-best division uh, in the National Football League. The Seahawks probably going to take a huge step back without Russell Wilson, but the Cardinals were a playoff team a year ago despite all their drama with Kyler Murray this last year. Uh, we'll see. But then the San Francisco 49ers have been right there for, for years since Kyle Shanahan took over. 
they've been beat up for the last couple of years or they would have made a mean, And I'm not talking just a position or two or three. I'm talking many players have been nicked up and and out. And not even just many players, but some of the best players on their team and the NFL. I mean, Nick Bosa, when he's healthy, he's one of the best players in the league. So to not have him, that really hurts you. Well, let's compare that to the Montana Grizz. Right. That last ball game. The great players on that team played at the high level that we all expected and maybe even a little bit better. All of the names that we knew played. That's the same thing that must happen in the NFL. Your best players have to play really well to win an NFL game. I do you are you on the Rams in the West or can San Francisco give them a run? Oh, San Francisco can give them a run. I especially because of the style they play too, right? If those two teams when they meet, they're such different styles. As long as San Francisco stays healthy, there's sure. a couple butts to this because they've been beat up so much the last couple of years. And then the the young quarterback. Right. And I think it's a perfect system. For that young man from North Dakota State with Kyle Shanahan, I'm talking about. And the way that they operate the system. Kyle will keep the young man out of the mess just a little bit and allow his natural ability to show up. What What a great match I think that is. And then it looked to me like... They weren't real happy with their backup quarterbacks with the Garoppolo thing. Right. So one of two or three things, they signed Garoppolo because they weren't happy with the backups, or they signed him to a reduced number with a no-trade clause. But that can always be waived okay, if the time comes. Uh, or nobody wanted Jimmy, and he was they, th- they know him inside and out, and he was more valuable to their team than just releasing him. For... 20 years, the AFC East was a one-team div- one division. Yeah. And there was always the running joke, well, the Patriots get halfway home to the playoffs because of the division that they play. And they, go, they get six wins in the AFC East, and then they just have to win the, you know six of their other 12 games. And then here they are, I guess, six of their other 10 games in, in the, uh, the former scheduling format. But now here we are with the Buffalo Bills uh, sort of assuming the, the, the status as the, uh, the top team in the AFC East. But... The other teams in that division, I think, have improved a lot. I think the, the Jets have a, a totally uphill battle with Zach Wilson out, and, and that's just an unfortunate deal for them, having him get hurt in the preseason. But Miami, one of the most intriguing teams in the league. I talked on Saturday. I spent uh, most of the first half of the Montana State game on the sideline with Mike Person, who's the assistant offensive line coach there in Miami, and he was giving me some insight uh, into uh, what he – thought of Mike McDaniel and, and what it's like operating under this new up-and-coming head coach. So there's a lot of hype around the Dolphins, and Bill Belichick's not going to let, you know, he's not going to be down forever. So what do we think of the AFC East? Well, you talk about New England and why. Yes, great coaching. And then Tom Brady. Right. You talk about the 49ers with Montana to Young. You right. know, there was a couple Super Bowls there as well. You talk about the Packers. Yep. Right? Favre to Rodgers. I mean, these are two decades worth <laughs> right. of great winning football with Super Bowls in there. And Belichick did it the best with Tom Brady. Now they're rebuilding. I really like this quarterback. Mac Jones is a good player. Out of Alabama. This Mac Jones kid. I think he has a chance to be one of the top flight quarterbacks at some point. Now, when are they going to turn him loose? When is he going to be ready to do that? All of those things. When... And 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 that quarterback's going to grow 
right? As the team grows and gets better, they get a few more draft picks. They get a few more free agents. So I wouldn't count New England out of it, but the Bills are way ahead starting the season and one of the main reasons is that young quarterback, Josh Allen, that we spoke about earlier. When we talk about the best players staying healthy, I think one of the most impactful injuries that has happened in the NFL preseason happened and will alter the race for the NFC East. Tyron Smith, who I believe is the best offensive tackle of his generation, here's a great stat for you. This is from my brother Brooks. I texted this earlier today. Over the past three years, Terrence Smith has played 575 snaps for the Dallas Cowboys. During that span when he's on the field, the Cowboys are the number one rushing team in the National Football League. When Tyron Smith's not on the field, they are the 31st out of 32 teams in running the ball. That's how good this guy is at anchor in the offensive line. The Cowboys are the betting favorites in the NFC East, but I agree with Coach Marty. I think that the line play on both sides of the ball for the Philadelphia Eagles, plus the fact that Jalen Hurts got a little taste of success last year. He got a little bit of a confidence. Last year, them making the playoffs and going 9-8 and eight was a huge surprise, but I think it's something huge to build on as well. And so I think that division, I think it's a two-team race. I think it's between Philly and Dallas. I do too, and Jalen Hurts leading his team to the playoffs in his second year and his first year starting is big. We talked about instilling confidence in young men. He's got the confidence because of that. He's got it anyway. Very confident, very diligent young man. Nobody will out-prepare Jalen Hurts. He will not allow it to happen. So they've got great leadership. They've got great line play. It's Dallas and the Eagles, and I'm picking the Eagles to win that division and go deep into the playoffs with Jalen Hurts leading them couple more divisions to analyze the north and the south we'll do that next it's the monday afternoon quarterback coach marty here on your tuesday keep it right here it's nuanas now espn radio this is nuanas now on 102.9 espn radio missoula i got a couple rambling men at least one uh that Wishes he was. Another one that definitely is. A little uh, Monday afternoon quarterback on your Tuesday here on ESPN Radio. Welcome back. Nuanas now. Thanks so much for tuning in, whether you're listening on the radio, watching on TV, or streaming on the ESPN Montana app. Coach Marty Mortenweg in studio. Probably the only Tuesday he'll be here because we'll be rolling on your Mondays from the 5 uh, till 6 o'clock hour uh, from here on out, doing a lot of NFL stuff. Tommy uh, Evans, the... Uh, Head engineer here at Missoula Broadcasting, as well as the host of the new show each Tuesday on the trail. He'll be in just a few minutes to give us a scoop on what's going on. we got a couple more divisions from around the NFL to get to. Coach, uh, you said that you're high on the Packers. Just briefly, a lot of people around the league are saying, oh, the Packers are going to take a step back. No Devontae Adams there. But you must still have a lot of faith, despite all the drama and all the stuff going on with Aaron Rodgers, that uh, he's still the guy to, to lead the way for the Pack. Aaron Rodgers is one of the great quarterbacks in the NFL. Yep. They will have a chance to win every game that they go into. And I, so just, and their defense is pretty good now. Yeah, for sure. So don't discount the Green Bay Packers. They've got tradition on their side. They've got a great quarterback. The AFC South, I think that because of the way that the playoff run ended for the Tennessee Titans last year, people forget that they were the number one seed. I, they they were the number one seed in a stacked AFC a year ago, and then they lose on a last-second field goal in, the, in their first playoff game uh, to a team that then eventually made the Super Bowl in the Cincinnati Bengals. 
But then on the other side, I thought that the Colts were probably the most underachieving team in the NFL. They should have been a playoff team a year ago. Where are we at the AFC South? The Colts. Yeah. I just think, I think six or eight things happened to them for them not to make the playoffs. It went yeah. the other way. Yeah. And I think they, they're, they're, they're very similar to being the same team. I, I'm just impressed with the Colts and how they operate, the talent that they have. I, w- I would think the Colts. Now, Tennessee is a good football team. I saw somebody ranked them sort of upper middle of the league, and I'm going, what? No, no, no. They're, they're in that, that upper echelon just because of the way they play, their style of play, For sure. their defense. Yep. They can rock and roll now. Now, that quarterback has to get back to playing at that high level on a consistent basis. 100%. Matt Ryan could be the, the, the missing link there. They also have one of the best offensive lines in football. They have elite players at all three levels of their defense, when you're, especially DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard. Those guys great leaders. So I'm, I'm high on the Colts. Uh, as well, the NFC South, is, it's the Bucks division to lose, right? Yeah, it's the Bucks division to lose. You know, the 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 New Orleans quarterback, you know. James Winston, James, maybe. James Winston, he, it, that's going to be interesting. Has First of all, is he healthy? Can he still rock and roll just a little bit and move in the pocket? And then has he matured to where he can play really consistent football? Because he's one of those guys who can throw four touchdowns in one game and come back and throw three the next game. So has he matured enough to lead that team deep into the playoffs? Last division then is the AFC North, and I think it's one of the toughest divisions in football to pick because I think the Ravens are really good, but they play a style where you know maybe, maybe not, you get more banged up. But their quarterback runs the ball so much that he has a chance uh, to get hurt. And when he gets hurt, they're they're just one player away. Like last year, they, what they lose like eight one possession games in a row because they didn't have their guy there at quarterback. But then you have the the upstart Bengals coming off a Super Bowl run. The Browns have a ton of talent. They've had so much drama this offseason. Who knows when Deshaun Watson's going to play again? And then I just have a hardest time ever. I mean, the betting favorites or the, the betting odds have the Steelers as the last place team in this division. Yeah, I don't know if the Steelers have finished last in their division in my entire life. I don't know how. I don't know how you really put that into perspective. Here's my viewpoint on that division, Cincinnati and Baltimore. That's going to be interesting down the stretch. And then the Browns, right, are going to win their share of games. Pittsburgh is going to win their share of games. But if they go two down in the division, they're two two, two games. The young man, the rookie picket, is going to get his opportunity. So that division is going to be really interesting. Pittsburgh and Cleveland... They're going to win their share of games in that division. So it may be a little bit like the Frontier Conference. (laughs) I love it. It all comes full circle. That is the only Monday afternoon quarterback of your Tuesday afternoon. Coach Marty, Marty Mornowig joining us here in studio. Appreciate him being here. Next week we'll have games to break down. How about that? NFL season starts this weekend. Got about a minute left and uh, about five minutes until 6 o'clock rolls around. And that means... On your Tuesday night, the new show, the return of the new show. That's right. Tommy Evans, uh, our do-everything producer, engineer, and uh, radio host extraordinaire. What's yeah. going on on the new show? It's the Marty Morning Wig Music Hour on the Trail 103.3 <laughs> oh, so tonight. So we're playing nothing but David and, Allen yeah. Coe. Yeah, there you go. Love it. Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. <laughs> it's all dependent on the answer to this question. Who would win in a fight? 
All right. Would it be Waylon Jennings or Hank Williams? Ooh. Hank Sr. or Hank Jr.? Let's go Hank Sr. Hank Sr. I would probably say Waylon. You think Waylon's <laughs> taking it? I would probably say that in a fisticuff. Yes. Okay. All right. It's the Waylon Jennings hour then. Bingo. Uh, on the Trail 1033 tonight, Coulter. Click on over to 1033 and hear Marty present some classic country on the trail. Uh, what do you think of that? It. I love it. Yeah. Our, our, uh, our illustrious leader and boss is probably squirming thinking about country on the trail. Uh, what else you got cooking on the trail? Uh, you know I'm going to talk about Sam Fender. Of course. He's got some brand new music out live from Finsbury Park in London, but I'm scratching that for tonight. We got Old Outlaw Country on the new music hour, Coulter. That's what's happening. <laughs> Thank you to Tommy Evans. If you change the dial, change it one up to 103.3 of the trail. Thanks to Coach Marty. Martin Morningweg, longtime NFL veteran, joins us each Monday here on Nuanas Now. We will see you tomorrow. Thanks for being here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.